We have hope. Hope that things can get better. And they will. You called it Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. All right, ladies and gentlemen of The Bizzle cast, welcome back to The Bizzle's Daily Rebels. Here we are in Season 3, Episode 5 or 6, Imperial Super Commandos. Guys, this is an amazing episode because I love the Mandalore stuff. I totally forgot we got forwarding of the Fenrau, Sabine, Mandalore stuff this early on in Season 3, which keeps paying off throughout this season and certainly into the beginning of Season 4. Here, they're basically having a chess match against each other, which shows that he's tactically superior and much older and wiser, more patience. You and your presence... Right, you've imprisoned me, my protective orders to give you safe passage. What more do you want? Yep. Reset the board. Sabine's ready for more, baby. Right. Yeah, it's not enough for them just to be neutral, sort of in secret, but they want them to, 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 to join the rebellion. I mean, I'm sorry, they want the Mandos to join the rebellion. Right. Joining you? He says, my only true loyalty is to Mandalore. We've heard this before, which is why Duchess Satine didn't want to join uh, the Jedi in Republic against the Separatists. You could have been a protector. And your traitor's past. <laughs> yep, here yeah, he's already, yeah, trying to work his freedom and get to be on his side. Hard to know. I actually don't remember how this episode plays out, and so I'm excited. Yes, and Fenrell's finally invited to a briefing. I know that he, they need him for something. We know they need it for something. Uh-oh, lost communications. Oh, right. I think the ultimate uh, thing here is that the empire slaughter all of his people and that brings him to the the the, the uh rebels for good something's happened go check it out mm-hmm isn't he a prisoner says zeb we're like a cranky guest <laughs> uh-oh not gonna be able to do much in binders so again this seems like a semi-standalone episode i guess the first time you watch it um but it's clearly one of the main um you know sort of billiard balls that knocks a bunch of balls and you know for, uh, in, into their holes or, or more into place with with all the mando stuff coming up here's ezra <laughs> fenrell's just staring at him this is great i love this these are always the best characters this this actor is amazing <laughs> ezra why is ezra so nervous uh fenrell's voiced by kevin mckidd Mandalorians, right, have endured awards since before the Republic, 4,000 years, will endure the Empire, and your rebellion. Too bad our people can't stop fighting each other. I don't get the whole Mandalorian thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We knew he was going to pull some shit. Oh, man. He's taking it over already. Fucking Ezra. God damn it, Ezra. Alright, so I assume they're in prison. Chopper squeezes his nose, hits him in the back of the head. Yeah. Great close-up work here on the three of them. Right, he knows that they're going to get out of the bracelets with Chopper. I mean, they don't have their weapons, but they know this ship. I guess, actually, this is a pretty new shuttle. They just got this, right? So, So it's empty, kind of quiet. Oh, and this is where he sees everything burned. I forgot it happened this early. Mm-hmm. 
He doesn't even care. Yeah. Doesn't care. Van Rell. You can see him slumped already from the back. Oh, man. Everything destroyed by the fucking Empire, I'm sure. Yeah, they were ambushed when they thought they were laying a trap. Not the Empire. Oh, interesting. Other Mandalorians who serve the Empire, I suppose. Yeah, like Sabine's family. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Precision detonations, laser strikes. He's already summing up this. this he's a brilliant strategist and tactician. Mandalorians have been attacking Mandalorians forever. It's complicated. Darth Maul. Yeah. This is all your fault. Yep. Yeah. He's going a little gollumy here. Yeah, exactly. Don't talk to me about your people. What do you know about loyalty? Yeah, Sabine with the hard sell. Not your enemy. Right. Right, right. What clan by themselves is strong enough? Yeah. If they're loyal to the throne, then the throne's been compromised. Oh no, here's the squiddy bot droid. And choppers onto it. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. So all this lines up great with my Clone War stuff with Simi. In a week or two, we're going to do our the first Mandalore uh, arc with Satine and Obi-Wan, former semi-lovers. The thing is, you you can blow this thing up, but it's just going to send a signal to the, the Empire. Yeah, of course. Whether they're fine or a, few just, or a few Star Destroyers are on their way. Yeah. Yeah. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do staying here, Fenrell? Yeah. Yeah, he's... The bravado is taking over. Going to take on the Empire by himself. He's threatening to sell out their base. They can't let him do this. Yeah. Yep. We knew that was coming. By the way, I'm always commenting about how, um, especially women, but most, like a much higher uh, number of creative types in Hollywood, actors and actresses are lefties. And so it's cool that Sabine is lefty. I, I've, I've hypothesized that even righties become lefty, are, are told to become lefties because it's like what we're used to seeing. And it's weirder than everyday life where everyone's righties. Mandalorians who serve the Empire. Here we go, baby. Oh, this fucking... Yeah. Oh, this is... What's his name? Oh, man. So, spoiler alert. The opening two episodes on Mandalore, season four, are not amazing. Everyone agrees. But the build-up to it and, and Sabine's choices that she makes are, are amazing. Uh, Ray Stevenson, the legendary Ray Stevenson. I don't know if he's legendary, but, you know, kind of classic character actor, plays Gar Saxon, who's the guy in red, who's the real bad guy. And when Sabine goes back later in the season, her mom sells them out to Gar Saxon, you know. And she would have gone through with it, except Gar Saxon says they're going to kill all of them. Come on, Ezra, get the lightsaber out. Get it, get it. Oh, he tripped. That's a very convincing trip. That's hard to do. His sacrifice saved us. This is like callous, you know what I mean? It's no, no consideration for individual lives of people working with him or for him. So what's he going to do? We have to help him. Yeah. Right. She's not known. Yeah. 
it's amazing with her rep you know her military prowess all the attacks she's done and the way she colors her armor you think she, they know she was but gar saxon uh like pre vizsla much better character no offense john favreau than pre vizsla just the voice and the facial design Mm-hmm. all right here comes the shuttle i thought they just had one of these I'm here by myself. Yeah, right. Yeah. He doesn't... Oh, he doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. Yep. No sign of anyone. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, like, fast-moving plot in here, but this is like a rebel signature, unlike Clone Wars, where you need battle, 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 battle. It's a slow burn... You know, it's it's not a coincidence they had that chess game in the beginning because there's this is a chess game lived out in a real military uh, situation. If that makes sense, this is this is this is what chess is meant to simulate. <laughs> Look, sir, uh, here it is. I didn't even know Mandalore was part of the Empire. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a terrible lie. He's clearly too smart for that to be the case. Droids are always target practice. In fact, Jin Erso calls K2 target practice at the beginning of Rogue One. Like, can we leave target practice here? <laughs> yeah. I'm just afraid they'll miss you and hit me. K2's like, that wouldn't be so bad. He never likes Jin up until the very end. Pawns are meant to be sacrificed. Another chess reference. Yeah, he's not a pawn, dickhead. Right, Ezra can does Yeah, the force powers are... You know, Gar Saxon has no idea what's coming with that. Yeah. He's still on his journey here. But you can see in his face, he's starting to move towards Sabine's side. All right. Yeah. Oh, he's also Clan Vizsla, like Pre Vizsla. Gar Saxon, right, like Sabine. Sabine is is Clan Vizsla, which is what makes her so powerful, ultimately. At least, potentially. Yep. So, by the way, I've stopped trying to isolate the sound because I know a lot of people listen to these without even watching the episodes. That's why I tried to have no dead time and talk about big and small issues, and so I apologize if some bleeds through, but I think that helps the experience. And if you're lined up correctly, it works fine. If you're just listening to it on the go, it works great, too. I'm not after revenge. Sabine is, is learning. She's growing up. Up target practice. <laughs> Lando Calrissian. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> How can everyone not know who Lando is? Right, every lie you tell holds a shred of truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Is he really giving away information through all his lies? Is this the Thrawn thing of, like, I'm learning based on your successes? Possibly. Blast the droid. Okay. Uh, Ezra's not going to stand for this. Uh, Fenrao, he says it. Uh-huh. But he says, I was sent here by Fenrao, which is, I sure wish I did, yeah. Uh-huh. I plan to strike this base and destroy these defiant protectors. Whoop, there's the admission. Yeah, he got everyone but Fenrao. Now, oh, this is Fen's turning. Yeah, Gar Saxon destroyed all his fucking people. Yep. Once again, just like the Princess, Le Princess Leia turns Ezra, 11 and a half minutes in, we've already got 
the main part of the plot rolling towards the conclusion 10 minutes from now. Anyone who's on the fence, yep, it was not on the fence anymore. He was going to kill us anyways. Yeah. Realm, I'm sorry. And this is the, right. This is like turning callous, but more, you know, specifically in attempt, unlike Zeb, to, to, to turn Rao. Ben Rao, named after Brad Rao, one of the executives on, uh, on, on Rebels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He pulls a, uh, yeah. So I think Ben Rao pulls a stealing the ship, but comes back in the end thing here, which is great. You know. Ba-boom. <clears throat> so, the Mando stuff actually works better in these closed environments. I think the problem with the with the Mandalore episodes at the beginning of Season 4 is it's these giant open plains and sort of not very detailed mountains, and so it's just not that interesting to look at. But when you add all these obstacles and, and, and different objects, it becomes way cooler. Um, the jetpacks in general, like with Iron Man, I don't think is as cool as most people. It's like Boba Fett, I don't think is cool as most people. Um, but in live action with Favreau, who pioneered Iron Man, it's going to look amazing. And they're definitely going to not look like those dinky little, you know, kid, little kid backpacks. They should be huge. I mean, both from a scientific standpoint, and he's going oh no, he's going to shoot Chopper. Here we go. <clears throat> da, da, oh, shot misses. Da, 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 and misses again. <laughs> oh, he's just figuring it out. Yep. He had to it reveal himself. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, boom. Here comes the Sabine special, baby. <clears throat> I think. Yep. That's my girl. That's my girl, Sabini Bean. I was using strategy. It takes longer. <laughs> Not just blasting everything, but using strategy. <laughs> Whatever that strategy is. Up oh, and there he goes. Yep. I think I never thought he was betraying them. Um, and this is a smart move to leave and come back. Uh, because they could sell that Fenral would betray them just like betra- betrayed Gar Saxon's people, I suppose. I don't know how people watch this show with commercials. It's so worth the money just to have no commercials. I don't know you. Yeah, I know you. Phoenix Squadron. Uh-huh. Uh-uh, there's the mother. Which is true. Up oh, here it is. She lies as well as you, boy. Yeah, I know. The Empire's accusation of them being liars and thieves is always insane. It's like when Rey is strapped down and she goes, where are my friends? And Kylo Ren says, you'll be relieved to know. He goes, those thieves and murderers you call friends, you'll be relieved to know I have no idea. Mm Mm-hmm. And she will get it. Spoiler alert, down the road. I like more color. (laughs) Yeah. A loyalist. No, she's not. She's a rebel. If Mandalore's going to join... Yeah, exactly, exactly. He, yeah, this is how, this is divide and conquer. This is exactly what the Empire does. It's what the Separatists did during the Clone Wars, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I yield. Yeah. Uh, frequency 337. Maybe she knew Garth. She knew, um, 
Fenral was was going to fly away as part of the plan. I forgot that. Because they mentioned 337 earlier. Say it? What exactly does he want to say? I swear. That you're a fool. Yeah. Now. Oh. It's hitting them in the helmets. Oh, this is so great. And this is such a non-sexual moment, you know. I mean, it could be if they had a romance. They don't, obviously. They're just buddies. And this is yeah, this is exactly what he would do. Oh, this Fen, Fen is considering really, truly running away. I forgot that. I thought this was all part of the plan. Nope. Just like Han Solo. I mean, this is exactly like Han Solo at the end of New Hope, right? It get, goes away just so he can... Look at him holding her. This is great. This is great. This is such a reversal of gender roles, but it's Sabine and he, you know, it's great. Her evil cousins are coming. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, they're only flying faster because Sabine's carrying you, dick. Sorry, he's not a dick. Just kind of a dumbass at times. Mm-hmm. Coming around the side. This is great. This all looks amazing. This is the best Mando flying I think we've seen in uh, in Rebels. I don't know why they give him those dinky little jetpacks that make zero sense. I guess so that they can wear it literally all the time and not have to take it off, I suppose. Yeah. Dragon too low. He's dragging. Look at this amazingness. This is awesome. This is a great trace chasing. Again, with all the, the, not just the mountains, but the cliffs and the ravines and the craters and tons of personality, even though everything's kind of a gray-blue color. And, uh-oh. Boom. Coming right back. Grabs him again. He, she's carrying Ezra again. Oh, man. This is awesome. This is hilarious. Uh-huh. Cut them off. Uh-huh. Oh, Sabine's got the many Sabine specials. Yeah, baby. Oh, God, I love her. I love her. Oh, man. She's so great. Yeah. It's going to be hard to integrate her into the Mandalorian show, but at the same time, it seems insane for them not to at least consider it. As I talked about Katie Sackhoff, Bo-Katan, who we'll see next season. Sabine! Oh, oh this is great! Chopper's holding up to him! <laughs> I know it was an accident, yeah. Oh, this is hilarious. Boom, I love the backwards firing is what makes the jetpacks ultimately cool. Just turn right around. Boom, 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 boom. Here she goes. Unclear if it's in like the gloves or whatever that ignite the fucking uh, thing. Mm-hmm. And up, oh, this guy's coming out of nowhere. Does she get hit? <clears throat> I think she might have gotten hit. Um, I guess Sabine got the jetpack a few episodes ago after complaining about it. Oh, this is Darth Maul's ship, is it not? No, it's a Mandalorian ship, which is like Darth Maul's ship, which he stole from Mandalore. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, even though it's a little predictable about Fenrau running and then changing his mind, we need him to do it because that really proves his loyalty. He doesn't have to have that particular existential political crisis again. Yeah, baby. <clears throat> ba 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 those kids are under my protection. It's great. Ain't gonna blast those motherfuckers with the shuttle. Here comes the lightsaber. This is such a fun episode. This is great. Great. Another really fun season three episode that 
is way less of a standalone than it seems and is building extremely important for the future, including Fen Rao, who helps them big time when they go back to Mandalore. Boom. And we will see this battle again, and all I will say is it ends <laughs> with Sabine not dying. Let's just say that. <clears throat> so he's shooting at a ship with a hand la- handheld laser. Whatever. Look at those freckles on his nose. It just had so much character. Boom. Blows up the Mando ship so they can't escape. And the key here is not to beat, is to kill everybody, but to get out of here alive. And they've converted Fenrau, which is the important thing. Even I'm not sure if that was what they were expecting or hoping, but that's what they got. Here he comes. Yeah. Not worth fighting anymore. This couple guys. Boom. Oh, the double leg kick. And now she's off to the ship. Is Fenrau going to be able to shoot her? Yeah, he's going to nail her, I bet. Right here. Boom. Hits it. But Ezra's got her. Yes. There's so many scenes of the two of them <laughs> having the grab. Oh, he puts his arm around her. They're such good buddies. They're brother and sister. Man, look at that fire. This episode's amazing. Uh-huh. The detail inside the ship. I considered it. He admits it. Then I realized you were willing to die for your people, even though they are not Mandalorian. Yep, that's very honorable. You have not forgotten our ways. Oh, I've got chills. That has earned my respect. And don't take this the wrong way, guys. Mandalorians are crazy. <laughs> crazy enough to join you. Yeah. If you'll have me. Yes. He's much more interesting than Callus. Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to the family. Yeah, baby. Oh, yes. I love Rebels. All right, guys. Awesome Rebels episode. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Just to tease. Oh, sorry about that. Just to tease what's coming next. I'm sitting in my, my uh, lounge here. Uh, the next episode is... The next episode is Iron Squadron. Ezra and Sabine join... Uh, oh, this is an annoying one. He's like a young... He's like Dash Rendar or something. Or like a young Han Solo and refuses to leave and has like a you know, ridiculous amount of... Like an annoying amount of irrational confidence. But it's important that they keep recruiting everyone they can with talent to the rebellion. And, you know, as Morpheus says, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith at the beginning of Matrix Reloaded... He said, Morpheus says, uh, I'm asking for one, one ship to wait here to await a word from the Oracle, essentially. And Jada's saying, Jada Pinkett says, no, you're asking for one of us to disobey a direct order. And then Morpheus goes, that's right, I am. But we all know that we are all here because of our penchant for disobedience, which is great, though. It's like no military hierarchy could survive in either the Rebellion or the Matrix, you know, Rebellion and Zion, because that's the whole point, is they're rebellious. So join me for Iron Squadron. Definitely not the best episode, um, but it's going to be super fun, like all Star Wars Rebels. So you guys have been awesome. Thank you for joining me. This has been The Bizzle. Be back as you soon with more Daily Rebels. But for now, we are out.